Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Here's your host. Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast, special A15 edition. I am Lex, joined by my lovely co-host, Jason Finley. Hi, Jason. I love your golf ball shirt and would expect nothing less from you. I have to represent, and I have to say that's the first time uh, I've ever been called lovely. (laughs) I'm sure your wife has said it more than once, at least once, in your many, many years together. Um, Once maybe a stretch. (laughs) It's been a while since we've done one of these, Um, so for those who don't know, these are our special podcasts that allow you to get to know some of the people who have all of our clubs in the bag, or hopefully all of them, and are friends and family to us, um, because at Callaway, we really like to get to know the people that enjoy our equipment. So today, we're very happy to be joined by Jonathan Sizzle Stoltz, who was one of the participating members of the 2019 Granddaddy. Hey, Sizzle, how's it going? Hey, doing good. How you guys doing? We're really good. Um, Sizzle, you and I sat next to each other on the bus ride out to Palm Desert, and I, like, I don't know, we, I felt like we really got to know each other on that bus ride. But for the people that don't know, where are you based out of? Um, what's your family? What's your job situation? Give them a little background. Yeah, I'm, I'm in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. So actually, actually uh, River Ridge, which is just outside New Orleans. But um, born and bred here, so growing up my whole life. Um, married, I met my, met my wife in college at Louisiana State. So uh, LSU, met her up there. Uh, two kids, four-year-old little girl, Evelyn and one-year-old son, Rhett, and um, I'm a CPA, so I do for a living. So this is um, this is good timing because with with this delay, we just got through tax season. So um, so great timing for this conversation. That was one of the questions I, I wanted to ask you. And you know, knowing what you did, like how how did that change? Did I mean, did you just get pushed everything pushed back, or was it you know you somehow got more business out of it, or really what what was that like? Yeah, it, this has obviously been a weird year, as I'm sure for every industry. Um, but you know, we, we kind of started, you know, typically February kind of ramps up through April, and then you know, kind of April when you get a little lull in there. But it's kind of been a tax year as opposed to a tax season. You know, we we uh, went through, you know, the the, the deadline got pushed to July, but then you kind of immediately jumped to helping clients with SBA um, matters and things like that, helping them stay in their feet. So it's kind of been, and then as soon as that was over, right back to taxes due. July fifteenth, so it's been a it's been a it's been a tax year, so it's um it's been keeping us busy for sure. So I uh, I happen to know I don't know if Lex knows this that uh, who one of your customers is. Oh no, I know. And I know. I wanted a little insight. We don't have to name any names. We can if we want. No. Maybe uh, familiar uh, to this show. Let's just say the, that. Um, I should probably invoke the uh, the client privilege there and not share <laughs> that information. <laughs> It's right. very well, smart, Sizzle. We have, we have a lot of uh, experience, Lex and I do, uh, dealing with said individual. Uh, and I just wanted to maybe say, how is he as a client? Uh, he or she, um, <laughs> they're a good client. They're, uh, they're, they're easy to work with, you know, very friendly, very um, energetic and outgoing as a client, as well as uh, what people may see on the channel. Okay. <laughs> Fair, so that's fair. That's very fair. I, I do think it is. It is funny, you know, um, all these conversations we've had with with people and thinking about kind of the different walks of life that everybody comes from, all rallied around this idea of golf and, in this case, Callaway. 
but how we all became connected was, was through Callaway. Um, you know, I actually reached out to one of your fellow team members uh, about a, a legal matter, right? So it's funny how um, just kind of this little network that, that even we've developed has, has been, you know, more than just the golf side of it and the Callaway side of it for, for many of us. So it's really cool, actually. Yeah, totally. It's amazing how, you know, you know, golf and Callaway can bring so many people together from different walks of life and find common interests and get along and, you know, say, okay, yeah, they're just regular people that, you know, we can be friends with and hang out with and, and get to know, you know, get to know and call friends in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, definitely cool. something that we're really proud of. Um, but getting back to you a little bit, Sizzle, where did your nickname come from? Let's start there. <laughs> It, you know, it, it kind of, I guess in college was, was the, the Snoop Dogg days and it was for shizzle and, and all that kind of stuff. And so wow. you know, my last name Stoltz and someone went with, uh, Oh, Jay sizzle. And then it just kind of stuck. And, you know, when I was, you know, anytime you got to get on a website or a social media, like oh, that's a good handle, you know, that'll, that'll work. We'll go, we'll go sizzle, Jay sizzle. So kind of just, you know, randomly in college, I partying, I guess, and it, it stuck on my, from a Snoop Dogg play on words, some kind of way. <laughs> well, it definitely suits your golf game after after playing with you a little bit. Uh, you've got some game. What is in your bag currently? And then we will get into your granddaddy history. Awesome. Yeah, so my bag, um, it's uh, all Callaway. I have a Maverick Sub-Zero driver, uh, Maverick Sub-Zero 3 Plus. I'll skip the, the other thing right now because I have a little bag battle at the top happening right now. But <laughs> but an Apex 4 iron and then Apex Pro 5 through pitching wedge. And then Jaws 50, 54, 60 degree. And the uh, triple, tack, triple track um, uh, double wide putter, which is amazing. That's, that's probably my favorite club in the bag is the the putter, the uh, you know the lines with the with the triple track um, Chrome Soft X ball too. So it's it's like a those two together is, you know, it's almost like cheating when you, uh, when you get close. Thank you for not leaving the golf ball out. That's much appreciated. No from, it's it's my, side my second favorite thing in the bag besides the putter, to be clear. <laughs> okay. That's fair. But, I do but it's triple battle. track. It's triple track. So that kind of, you know, they stole that idea from, from the ball team. So of course, of course it, it, it yeah. all from you. We know that. <laughs> yeah. Not me, not me. Far from me. Right. But I got a little battle going on the top. So I have I have a um, an X4s utility, uh, 18 degree, and I've been kind of you know yeah I can hit it good off the tee but struggle off the ground. So I've kind of mixed in a, a Sub Zero five wood and a uh, Super Hybrid 20 degree. Kind of see if you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna battle those three out. Um, I'm gonna start a little on the, the Hackers Paradise forum. Start a little uh, bag battle thread between those three and take it over the next few weeks and see what wins out. Nice. So let me let me if I may, uh, from a little personal experience, uh, I have uh, done a lot of that same experimenting, and uh, I would unfortunately say that it's a never-ending battle uh, for me. Uh, part of that is just probably access-driven; like I can keep trying different things. But um, I've 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 had every combination of of those things uh, in the bag. So. Uh, if, if it helps at all, uh, currently, uh, I'm going, I went, I mixed it up even further from what you have. I went to a four hybrid in the Maverick pro of the four hybrid over here. Okay. Cause I, I previously had the UT in the 21. Okay. 
switched that out for a, a hybrid there. And I went to the five wood sub zero and then I go to my three wood from there. So I kind of, I kind of tweaked it a little bit, even from what I used to do, which was messing around with the utility iron, the super hybrid, the five wood. So I kind of changed it up a little bit. Yeah. I, I really dig the utility off the tee. Just like, you know, if I end up trying to get off the ground for some reason, I just can't get high enough, you know, yeah. runs and runs forever. So yeah, that's kind of my problem with it. It's kind of one-dimensional. Exactly. So, so I figured I'd throw the super hybrid in the in the five wood, and the five wood's been good so far. I've used that. Um, I just got a super hybrid yesterday, so I haven't really got it out yet. But the five wood, um, you know, hit, hit it good off the ground, hit hit it nice and high. Just I, I struggle with that off the tee. So that's kind of like the opposite of the of the. Yep. Um, yeah, you just got to figure out kind of where what you need more of, right? I I tend to not be very long and so i hit my driver off of just about every hole because i have just as much confidence to hit that straight so i'm not looking for a t-ball i'm looking for a usually into par fives i'd like to think that that's what it is but it's it's really into par fours that's <laughs> <laughs> all of us we all want to think we're, we're longer than they are but that see my problem is the opposite i i'm not very straight i, I can hit it decently far but it's it doesn't find the fairway as often as I like. So, uh, so, but I tend to use the three plus a lot, which really that, that, that thing's really good. And that goes very far. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your game. What's your handicap? Where do you play most of the time? Yeah, I'm, I'm at about, um, you know, it changes daily these days, but I think I'm about about a seven and a half in that range. Seven, four to seven, six is my index. Um, I'm, I'm a member of a local club down here in Metairie country club. So I play out there uh, mostly, but, um, there's a lot of other, you know, TPC Louisiana's in the area where they play the Zurich Classic. Um, we have a uh, City Park uh, South Course um, just redone. Uh, they had a little four-course complex before Katrina and after Katrina. They've kind of brought it back and they made one more championship-style course and one kind of more local muni. So that, that's a good local uh, area to play. So, yeah, both of those places. Um, and then, obviously, my home course um, would be the places I play the most. And, yeah, something else I've um, uh no that was that was it like who do you who are your normal playing you know mm -hmm. partners or who do you play with most of the time yes yeah, so my, my brother-in-law is a local um a local golf pro so i play with him a good amount of the time and then we have a, we have a, a, a group uh a kind of email chain at, at the club where we'll kind of do a you know an email once a week all right here's the tea time saturday sunday reply all if you're in so pretty much always a game going on but it's a rotating group of kind of whoever's available whoever shows up so you know we, we probably got about I mean, that's probably 50 guys on the email chain. And, you know, maybe we have three Tetons and, and that's about it. That's about all you get to show up. So it just works out. Yeah. Works out good. And good amount on a business too, because, you know, meeting a lot of different people. and, and Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah. Uh, mean, means your, your membership dues are a write-off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Allegedly. Man. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no comment from the CPA on that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is not tax advice. <laughs> <laughs> Sizzle, what did your group think when you came home with a whole new bag? I mean, well, first I thought I was completely lying, right? When I told them about the granddaddy and the Hacker's Paradise and Callaway, they were like, dude, you're you're full of it. This is, you know, you're making this up. You're just telling your wife this. You can have a trip to California to play golf. <laughs> it's free. Um, but then when I got back, you know, then kind of once I, I got a few on the forum and they're like, okay, it really is real. So they – they were, um, they're jealous, you know, they're, they're still jealous. They'll always hit it. But, but I mean, I'm like, dude, whatever y'all want, hit whatever you want, take them out and try them, you know? So I think we've had a few, um, we've had a few converts. I know for sure, um, a guy got a triple track putter cause he tried, um, cause he tried my double lot. He went with, um, 
he won. He, I think he's gonna get the ten actually, man, because he got a different one. And then the, not the ten, the um, the the seven. Mm. He got um, he got one, and then the seven came out. And he's like, oh, I think I'm gonna go with the seven too. So he's mm -hmm. that. And then um, and the fairway woods have been a hit. Really, that that's been um, probably the biggest comments I've gotten is on the on the putter, and the fairway woods are, are probably the biggest um, the ones people want to try and uh, and and hit them. Um, but but I've recently started using the Chrome Soft X ball, which I'm. That's gonna be my gamer for a while. I'm I'm in love with that ball so far. Yeah, I read some of your some of your comments. Seems like you you like it. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm digging it. It's um and that with the with the putter, the feel of the insert of the putter and the ball, it's it's really good in my in my, yep. my view. So one of the questions I always like to ask for being someone that's kind of engaged in the the communities of of golf is how did you kind of get involved in that and get connected with with whether it's CHP or anywhere else that you're kind of actively involved in. Yeah. So, so golf in general, you know, just growing up, my, my dad played, my grandpa played. So, you know, they would, um, they would obviously, you know, my dad would, would take us out on the course um, on the weekends with him. And then once we got a little older, put us in like, you know, golf summer camps, the local municipal course at a, at a New Orleans golf association, like junior tour. Right. And you would, you'd go to like camp for three days a weekend and on one day you kind of play a little tournament against kids your level. So that's kind of how I got started in golf just at a really probably five years old kind of starting in that camp and, and doing that. And, and, you know, meeting a lot of guys I'm still friends with today through that camp, just guys that, you know, we, we, um, funny enough, my brother-in-law actually was in that camp with me. We were friends for a while, kind of <laughs> for a while. Then he ends up marrying my wife's twin sister at some point. <laughs> so, so knew him for a long time ago and then kind of got together. Yeah. But yeah, through that, and then my, my grandpa, you know, I'd, I'd play hooky from school, grammar school sometimes. He'd be like, let's go out to the driving range. So, you know, I'd, I'd skip school, and he'd take me to the driving range. So that's really how I got into golf. Um, and obviously great memories just, you know, with those two guys um, coming up that. And then Hackers Power, I kind of stumbled on it. Honestly, I was buying a, the original Epic driver. I was Googling reviews, like, for the driver because I wanted I kind of wanted to check it out. And kind of stumbled upon the Hackers Paradise and THP. I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. So, you know, signed up, made a donation to the charity, signed up for the for the farm and really been on there ever since um, that original Epic came out. And, you know, I met a, met a ton of guys on there that I've become, you know, close friends with and communicate with weekly. Um, you know, we're still talk to all the Grand Data guys that we have a big telegram going. I'm on there probably the least because I'll yeah. take long absences and they're on, I'll come back and it's like, 26,000 unread messages. And it's like, all right, guys, fill me in because I know way I'm catching up. Um, but yeah, a lot of those guys are on there talking every day and I'll, I'll pop mm -hmm. in and talk to them. And then, and, um, yeah, and then obviously, you know, JB does a great job running the forum and kind of creating that community and, and, um, you know, everyone kind of feels like they're in the boat together. Yeah. What's the difference that you see between, you know, that and like regular social media, obviously this is like super golf, focused and it gives you a chance to connect with other people do you think it's easier on a forum than it is on you know like an instagram or a facebook to just talk to people i think you know maybe yes i guess yes and no right i mean i guess both have their have their um strengths and weaknesses i mean i guess the forum for me right i mean there's not a lot of or i guess it's easier to stay out of the other conversations you know the political the you know, if you, if you want to stay out of that and just kind of have that be your golf out of there, right? Because they have specific forms just for that. So you get in there and you really don't see anything else. Where I think social media is kind of everything um, and good and bad. I think you need a little bit of both, right? Because we all need a little bit of just let me go veg out and clear my clear my head and not have to, you know, 
who wants to worry about the worries of the world and can just think about golf for, for an hour, that's a, that's a great thing and a great release sometimes before it's back to reality. <laughs> yeah, golf can, can do that, fortunately. I think yeah, that's what's been one of the nice things to see through, through all of this. Uh, COVID stuff has been kind of just how much golf has, has really grown even through, through all this. And, you know, even certain parts of our business that we've been frankly pretty surprised at um, how it's changed, you know, things like package sets and kids clubs and even women's clubs and, you know, the amount of stuff we're doing there. So I think it's been, it's been great to see how more it's been an outlet for more people to get out and kind of just be safe. And, you know, it's a pretty, pretty safe environment if you can get out on the golf course yeah i would agree for sure i mean during during this covid i mean i was i was playing i was walking more than i've walked in forever first of all <laughs> we were going to the courses and i was like i'm just gonna carry my bag or use a push card or so that was something that was good just kind of being out and getting a little exercise while you're doing it um and then just seeing the amount of people you know obviously properly social distance but playing golf and <laughs> on courses and and i'm a you know i'm a fan of some of the changes honestly the the pool noodles in the bottom of the cup and, and you know, leaving the pin in. I'm like, I'm doing that from now on. Can we keep that yeah. forever? Like, why do we need to go back? <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I'm with you. Did you end up investing in a pull cart? We were just having this discussion the other day. Um, Jeff is now a big, big fan of the pull cart. Okay. Now, I don't own one, but like a lot of the courses around here will like charge you like super cheap, like add on to to rent it so I'll you know it's like five bucks so I'll just like yeah. I'll take a pull cart and you know instead of the instead of the cart um so it depends but I mean I you know I, I don't own one just because I mean I think it may be a lot to lug around and you yeah. know I mean I don't want to be loading that in my down the trunk of my car and going wherever you got to go and so I was like oh yeah you're almost destined to have an SUV if you have yeah, a pull cart exactly yeah. yeah for sure have you That's have you ever used one of the SUV. ones yeah well I I still don't want to lug it around. Have you ever used one of the automatic ones? No, I've not. I've seen the I've seen the automatic ones. I've seen like the um, on the videos, like the um, the like skateboard scooter type things. Those look yeah. cool. The golf know. boards. Yeah, the golf boards. Yeah, those look super fun. So I, I, you know, I have I a funny story from an uh, motorized cart. So it was one we were in Europe at the sales meeting. And it was one that just had like a, it looked like a small car battery on it. And you're supposed to be able to turn a dial and it would just walk like automatically. So really you didn't even need to push it, you know, but if you got it going too fast, it would get away from you and you're like almost running after it. So we got about four holes in and mine's not working. And of course I'm like frustrated. I I, I don't have a lot of patience for things like that. uh, Self-admittedly. Um, and then you're just like, okay, so I just have a heavier pull cart. This is kind of a joke because it's actually heavier with a battery on it. Right. So um, mine's not working, not working. So it's just on like setting five or whatever, right? So next thing you know, we're kind of, we park it in between two T or a T and a green. And next thing you know, it decided to, to work. So here goes my cart just barreling <laughs> down across the golf course and it's on the it looked like a full yard sale head covers are flying off just <laughs> bouncing around yeah. and you know there's jason running after it ah, whatever you ran <laughs> well somebody else might have taken one for the team and gone after it because i had a putt that mattered so uh, i was actually putting so i think actually i was with doc hawk and he took off after it so uh, he might have been doing the running but in full disclosure 
just in case he's watching it. But it was pretty funny to see this thing, towels flying everywhere. And it was pretty yeah, interesting. In theory, they sound great, right? Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. A little, I, mean, I can still have a nice walk and take a little weight off me. Yeah. But, I mean, something like that, that'll, that'll yeah. scar you for life from using it. <laughs> I'm yeah. interested to see more about the golf bikes. Those things yeah. are, like, slowly coming to life. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what that holds. How much huh? do you think folks can really, like, have those? You know, like, I can't imagine, like, the cost versus – I mean, those things are not cheap. I no, I think it's more if you live on a private club, you know, it'd be the same as having mm -hmm. your own golf cart, you know, because mm -hmm. um, you could, it'd be multifunctional to go up for dinner or whatever like that, you know, but, but that's pretty rarefied air. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So. All right, straying away from our golf utility, which I know I started the, I started this conversation, but um, I want to talk a little bit about watching golf on TV because it is, you know, the, one of the only live sports that's come back besides um, Formula One and a little bit of UFC now. But how do you feel as a viewer watching watching golf? I mean, for me, I don't feel like that much has changed, except I don't hear someone saying mashed potatoes every five minutes. Right. Yeah, no, I think I'd agree 100 percent. I mean, from watching it, you know, the, the broadcast is pretty similar, right? I mean, you know, you, you don't see the big grandstands. You don't see the the fans in the background, which I'm a fan of, right? Because I always, um, I mean, I'm a fan of not seeing it because, you know, you always be like, well, that guy's ball would have went way down here. He's getting lucky by this grandstand holding up. I just know I would have found that ball. So, so, so that, you know, kind of makes it a little more relatable. And I think you even heard some of the pros say, oh, we're going to lose more balls. And I don't know if it's happened or not, but that's kind of what they thought going in. Um, but as far as watching, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited it's back on just to, you know, just to have that outlet of live sports to watch on TV again. Um, you know, I'm not a huge TV uh, fan otherwise um, than watching sports. So uh, there hadn't been much to watch. I've been watching a lot of Disney movies with my daughter. So that's been, that's been <laughs> good. But it's nice to have a little live sports break back. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how, like, you, you realize how your weekends are a little different when, when golf's on. Because I'll find myself now, like, oh, golf's going to be on from, you know, here 12 to 3. Like, a, that, that means I might get a nap in at some point on the weekend because I'll sit down to watch a little bit of golf and maybe doze a little bit here and there. Um, but it is it is funny how it's kind of like I used to be with football with the I, when I was formerly a Chargers fan. Like it was appointment viewing for me that whenever the Chargers were going to be on, that was almost like that was the time I knew I was going to sit down on a weekend and relax. And you know now it's a little bit different because I don't I don't. I don't make it appointment viewing to watch the chargers. I'll sit and watch football if I'm home, but it's just, it's different, but it's nice to have the break to, to be able to watch that a little bit on the weekends for sure. Yeah. I mean, football season is definitely going to be strange. I, I know I'm a, I'm a saints uh, season ticket holder and we just got the email like last week about, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We're offering refunds. You keep your rights for next year. So I know I've seen the, in the, you know, in the news, a lot of other teams are doing stuff similar. So it'll be uh it'll be, for sure, uh, interesting landscape uh, in the sports world for the, I guess, in the world in general, but in the sports world also over the next rest of the year and, and see how this all plays out. So are you a big LSU Tiger fan too, I'm assuming? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, was, I went to national – I think I think they were the last NCAA national champion in any sport at this point. I think they were the last um, – there's been nothing, I don't think, in any sport since football. So we are the defending yeah. champ – um, I was at the game. It was down here at the Superdome in New Orleans, so I, I was able to. Um, it was it was a 
was right after we came back from the granddaddy. Yeah, it was like a month after we got back. So yeah. It was a good it was a good month for me other than, <laughs> other than my Saints heartbreaking loss again, but but LSU taking it taking it down and then, you know, right from the heels of the granddaddy, it was it was a uh, it was an awesome month. So Very if you've cool. been playing um, playing golf fairly consistently in this time, what part about your game is feeling the best? Yeah, I was um, up until maybe a month and a half ago, kind of once tax season got geared mm-hmm. back up. So, um, but I'm 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 starting to get out again. I'm gonna get out this weekend uh, at least once. Um, really, um, I've been struggling with my short game, which you kind of saw a little bit at um at the Grand Bay, like those those random chunks and and. Um, <laughs> and skulls, you know, I feel like I'm playing tennis, walking back and forth across the green sometimes, but um, it's getting better. I've been practicing, so it is getting better. It's not, it's not all the way there yet, but my pro at the home course gave me a, gave me like a, literally like he was passing by me on the ranges I was practicing. He's like, I've been watching you practice. Let me give you like a quick tip. And it's been like night and day. So it's getting much better since, since that tip. So that's, that's getting better. Um, And then I've been driving the ball well with the, with the Maverick Sub-Zero driver. I've been, I mean, it's super long. Um. And even the miss hits are super long, which is which I think is probably the best thing about it from my perspective is, you know, even if I hit it off the toe or off the heel, you know, maybe it doesn't go straight, but it's still like way out there, you know, from kind of on the same level if I hit it good. So that's kind of, that's been a pleasant surprise. So I think those two, the driving has been good and then the short game's getting better. Perfect. What about you guys? Y'all been practicing much? That sounds like a no. Well, <laughs> uh, what is much? I've played like twice in the last couple months, probably, and uh, it wasn't the prettiest thing ever, but you play. it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> I can still hit a ball, so that's a, that's a plus. I can't speak for Finley, though. Well, so I've um, I actually played twice in the last week, and before that, um, I had only played twice since the granddaddy. Oh, wow. One of those was with Lex. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I am getting a little bit – I'd say my, my short game is, is uh, fairly uh, competent still. Um, part of that's just access to uh, putting green that I uh, may have uh, nearby where I uh, am currently working. Um, but other than that, it's, it's a little dicey, but, you know, it's – I kind of I feel like I'm I'm a I'd be a good partner and a bad opponent right now um, in general with because I can still get it around enough but my handicap's high enough to where I'll get a few pops or he give strokes. up a few less at least um, to where I could I could be a little dangerous so I, I tend to be able to hold my own usually yeah <laughs> I feel the same way well. Sizzle, before we let you go, where can people follow you? Or if they're going to join the Hackers Paradise, what is your handle? Yeah, on the Hackers Paradise, um, jsizzle9. And um, that's, I think, my handle on, on social also, probably very similar, um, j underscore sizzle. And then um, also join the Hackers Paradise and keep an eye out for those grandmama um, contests coming up. I don't know, we didn't touch on that much, but that sounds like it's going to be an awesome event later this year um, between Callaway and THP. <laughs> Yeah, we're looking forward to that. And I mean, assuming things continue right. to get a little bit better, hopefully we'll be able to do it. But right. um, definitely looking forward to uh, to doing that and kind of keeping that tradition alive and, and you know, having that, that great atmosphere and event. A little different than, than the granddaddy, but um, 
certainly, you know, we're bummed to not be able to do it this year, but we're, we're looking forward to it being a fixture going forward. So, um, mm-hmm. Grandma Ma will be a good, uh, suitable uh, placeholder for this year, at least. Yeah, that's going to be a blast. I think y'all are going to have a good time, and whoever whoever ends up going is going to have a blast. Yep. So we're looking forward sure to it. I hope so. so. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, last, last, last thing. I would be remiss if I didn't give a big congratulations to our main host, Jeff Newbarth, who is getting married this week. Um, Jeff will be back <laughs> in the host chair in a couple weeks but for now you have finley and i doing these podcasts which is going to be super fun we're excited to get a couple more people on the a15 edition of the callaway golf podcast if you haven't checked out this week's fitting room go to callawaygolf.com and stay tuned for a very special girls in golf later this week and until then finley and i will see you next tuesday on the callaway golf podcast <laughs>